Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. Uh, and we're going to do a little bit of a different episode this week. Um, as we touched on last week, um, we recently lost one of our uh, co-workers, a staple of Bedrock City. Um, Eric Birding uh, passed away. Um, a surprise to everybody. You know, it was, a, it was a, uh, an accident. Nobody saw this coming. And um, this, this whole episode is going to go out to him. Um, we're going to talk, talk about that a little bit later. Um, we don't want the whole episode to be uh, sad times, doom and gloom. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna hit some news first, and then get into some uh, uh, remembering uh, our our friend yeah, here, yeah, our yeah. friend and coworker. Let's go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron and side and I'm Michael. Um, so let's start with our. We're gonna do it until it's a it's a habit. We're gonna remember the pick of the week. We missed one a couple weeks. Did ago. Did we miss one? We did. How? Houseway. Yeah, actually, I, I don't even we remember. Did. We did. We one. missed one. Uh, I think on three weeks ago because I was editing it and I was listening back. I go, we didn't do a pick of the week. Huh. Oh. All right. I cool mean, means. it's okay. We missed one. You know. Interesting. We, we'll keep doing it. Uh, I'm gonna start. Uh, mine's gonna be um, the trade for the Captain Fan Captain Phasma miniseries. Cool. Um, it's basically explains what happens as soon as she gets out of the uh, yeah. Trash yeah, I've compactor. heard. I've heard. Plenty of people tell me about this. Pretty much, I mean, pretty much explains why she's not at fault for things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm blaming it on someone else. That's great. Yeah, uh, that's I, great. I love it, and and she fights a big monster, so that's fun. That's cool. And you see how ruthless she is. Um, nice. So that's cool. my pick. That comes up. Book did that. Well, the book I haven't read the book yet. I'm reading that uh, in a couple of weeks. That's going to be uh, your November. Or no. Yeah, that's our November book. But I'm right now. I'm reading um, "Call Me by Your Name" because that's what Dylan wants to read. It's <laughs> Have you started that? I'm four hours into it, my dude. Ooh, wee, I heard some stories about that one. Did you? Dylan told me you, some things you know, about did, that book. You know the, the movie at the Museum of the Fine Arts? I, no, this is getting a wide release. Or, in like, um, it's going to be in regular theaters. It's going to be in regular theaters. Yeah, Dylan told me about that book. He told me about the, the he's trying scene? To, he, he told me about some, some scenes, he, he's for trying, sure. He's trying to convince He me. has told me about some scenes. It's good. It's written really well. Okay. It's... It's, and Army Hammers. Army. Uh, okay, so so the weird thing, it's about a romance slash obsession yeah. from the point of view of a young guy. He's like uh, seventeen, eighteen, uh, lives in Italy, and uh, this is way off topic. Uh, who's uh, uh, somebody? You got a problem? Hides over here tripping. Um, and anyway, so his parents run a boarding house type of thing in uh, in in Italy, and there's students come and go, and there's this student who is played by Army Hammer in the movie. Yeah. And the uh, the son, the narrator, has a uh, develops a uh, obsession crush on the guy that's uh, coming in. Uh, and the weird the weird part is that it's narrated. Where I'm doing the audiobook. It, the, the narrator is Army Hammer, right? Who plays the obsess the, uh, the obsessor or the obsessed. Uh, the guy that's being obsessed over. Uh, yeah, I thought that was weird too. Like, whenever it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. But um, the book's really good. It's written really well. Uh, I just never ever read any romance at all. So like, it's just. I feel like you you say that, but you secretly have like a whole like list Harlequin. Of, yeah. No, Fabio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I haven't I haven't watched many uh, Army Hammer movies. I don't think with him in it. Uh, but I just watched uh, Man from Uncle the other day. Oh. It's a good one. I like I, like Man from I, thought, I thought that was pretty cool. All right, so pick of the week, Hyde. Um, well, the final and evil Batman is out this oh, week. Bat oh, who right. the Bat yeah, who laughs. The Bat who laughs. <laughs> Get in early. Get in early. That is right. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I I, I didn't know um, uh, Rosmo was drawing yep. Yeah, I yeah, like I like I'm, Rosmo. I'm really I'm intrigued. Yeah. I some of them have been hit and miss for me. 
Yeah, they're all I, popular. They're all well. They they're all shiny. Yeah, they're all, yeah, yeah. They're all shiny. Uh, yeah, I've I've liked the majority of them. Though. Yeah, there there's yeah. been. I mean, a there's few, only well, what seven. Yeah, yeah. I like most of them. So, um, but yeah, that's my pick. Okay, what about Ooh, you, Ronald? Mine. I'm so happy it's back because it's been a few it's, months. It's been a while. It's and been a few it's months. Be done. Yes, they also said it'll be done at issue forty three. Uh, it is sooner. East of West number thirty five. Mm. Oh, it's I'm so happy. I love that book so what, much. What volume would this be in terms of the trade? Uh, it would be in volume eight. Because oh, seven is out. So Actually, gonna... it might... Honestly, it might be in nine. Are they going to the Walking Dead arc, this and have yeah. this like a... Like a, a massive compendium? Uh, the hardcovers are already big. Uh, yeah, but this is still single Will volume, it be right? in a... It could be no, in the, omnibus? the hardcovers... Uh, so there's three years. Right. The story is over three years. Uh, the first two years are in separate hardcovers, and they're okay. pretty big. Uh, so this last stretch will be in a third hardcover. Okay. Um, will they do a omnibus? Probably not. Would you they don't it? need to. I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah issue, uh, if, issue if, 35. If you know anything about Ron, you know he's all about uh, Hickman and East to West. Hickman. Um, love me some but I'm, a, I'm about to love me some Hickman too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll get into that. Um, let's uh, we're gonna move over to the news. The big um, news, the biggest news of the week, I think, uh, of last week, I guess. Oh, wait! Before we start that, let me go. All right, before we start that, well, we're talking about Marvel later. All right, we'll we'll talk about it later. Ronald. We'll talk about it later. I'm sorry. Tripping. I'm uh, getting y'all excited for my news because I'm happy. Oh, you have news? Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. so. Um, Brian Michael Bendis is going to DC on an exclusive contract. Nonsense! It's so I I'm still it's blowing my mind today. Right? Like I don't how houseway. <laughs> like he was, he's Mister Marvel. Seventeen years. And in my thought process is like, what's going on at Marvel for the guy who loves Marvel to leave? Like that? Like. Or DC offered him... Well, well certainly so offered him a great amount of money. Amount of money. So, sure. But even so, like, he loves these characters so much. It's, well, it's like... My, my thinking Jessica is that... Jessica Jones. Right. Miles, Miles Morales. Morales. Well, I mean, what... He's written so much Miles, though. Like, I mean, I think maybe he's at the point where he wants to... Explore other things. Yeah. I get that, too. And he's kind of pinned down at Marvel there, of having to do those type of things. There I mean, he are, didn't have to. There are things that have kind of come up how true they are is kind of up in the air. Um, some of it said that it has to do with David Gabriel. Okay. Um, who's one of the head editors over at Marvel um, about his diversity comment that okay. he did back in July, I think okay. it was. Sure. Um, Bendis was not too keen on that since most of the books Bendis writes is are the, the diverse diversity books. books. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that Bendis kind of felt a little that he was no longer part of the Marvel movie writer's room. Oh. When Kevin Feige no longer had to answer to Ike Palmiter, he they disbanded that writer's room, and Bendis was part of that room. Um, apparently, outside of some sources through uh, the comic book world of TMZ, which is bleeding cool now, <laughs> um, they were reporting that DC actually offered him a deal to be part of their movie writer's room as well. I, I buy that. I, I can buy that. Um, so, you know, that's... I mean, that's a big thing, too, especially in today's industry. Yeah, now. That's for sure. A, to, to be part of a writer's room for a, a is, is for there a Is there a bigger yeah. Marvel author or writer than that? I mean, than Bendis? Than Bendis? I, I mean, currently it, writing. Currently? Dan Slott, maybe? Uh, Dan Slott, no. maybe. But, but, uh, but he only does, thing, like, two Dan, books, though. But that's the thing. Yeah, Dan Slott has been doing one, one series. Yeah. He's been doing Spider-Man. He wrote Silver Surfer. Jason Aaron. I mean, before, you Jason can say Aaron. Jason Aaron, but not really. Yeah. I mean... 
because he hasn't had that longevity. Jason Aaron writes a lot of good books. He does, but Bendis he doesn't have the longevity. A lot, a lot of books. Yeah. And has and has oh, been in charge before of the that, universe. It would have been Hickman, Mark Wade. I would also say Mark Wade, but no, I don't associate Mark Wade with Marvel. I don't see him doing Daredevil, anything influential. Is he still writing them? Yeah, okay. is he doing anything influential though? Like yeah, I, well, the old like Daredevil. Everybody knows who's, who Bendis is. Everyone knows who Mark Wade is. I, I don't think so. I think I, I, I think, think Bendis is a bigger name than Mark. Wade. I think Bendis is a bigger. Bendis name is their biggest outside name. of our circle, right? It, not you can't. We don't care. Not that far out of the circle, but like just right out the, on the yeah. Com- people who've worked in a comic book store for more than a year. You know, you can't count them of of who's a of knowing who is a big name. You know, because yeah. like, um, but I think Bendis is number one, if not number one or two. Biggest name at Marvel. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and exclusively Hick- at Marvel. And before that was Hickman, but yeah, he well, was, no, Hickman, he, Hickman he was wasn't here even, and gone though. Hickman wasn't even before. Hickman was during. Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. During, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what does this mean for DC? Um, well, Ron had brought up something too when the news got announced that whenever Bendis was writing something at Marvel, it was always in ties to some major. It was close to like close some to a movie film or release. TV release. So he did. Uh, he was. Uh, he Jessica was writing Avengers beforehand. Jessica Jones, Guardians, uh, Guardians Defenders, Defenders, Guardians, all that nonsense. Yeah. yeah so, so, would he be doing the same thing at DC? I would. I mean, I. It's up in the air. Who knows? He's he's talked a lot about over the last few years of writing a Zatanna series, which would be fantastic. Right. Um, I wouldn't mind him on Batwoman or the Question. I think those Here's would be two some smaller books. Yeah. My opinion is what is. Bendis's biggest um, fingerprint on Marvel. That's the Ultimate Universe that he created, right? right. What if they put him on an Elseworlds thing? Which is what Ultimates kind of was. It was like a separate side world thing. And they, and I, they have Bendis create think, a side universe. I don't DC. think they're going to... They're trying so hard to now not do to not... To, to, yeah, to get rid of their multiverse right. now. But right. why would you bring him in just to do Elseworlds books? Yeah, you, you get him... Like you do, put him I mean, on one of the big books, right? No, I think you put him on... Something that isn't in continuity to get people excited, and then, you know, you you know, you have him do like, um, you know, some 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 side thing that isn't connected to the main universe. People love it, and then, then you put. I, him on the I big see book. that too. Um, I from the podcast I was listening to, uh, they were which one heavy speculating. Um, off panel. Okay. Um, they were heavy speculating that he might go to Aquaman. Because that's because of the movie. Time frame wise, that just makes sense. But I don't see Dan getting off. No, that and I, I like Dan on Aquaman, and I uh, kind of don't want that off. for sure. And then, would you want to see that change for whatever reason to look more like Jason Momoa? No, that's what well, it would happen. But would, see, but see, that's what's all. You know, and you get that complaint already now, which is kind of weird because it's not. I don't see Jason Momoa Aquaman when I'm reading Aquaman right now. Right, I'm seeing '90s Aquaman. And I'm waiting for him to lose his hand again. For sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, he writes younger characters really well, too. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing him on Shazam. That's that's the one I want him to write, because uh, that would be fantastic. And the, they're talking about doing a movie, so it's kind of close. It kind of yeah. makes sense. Uh, another one they were talking about was JSA and bringing that back. Hickman on Just because it's a... No, shut your face. Because <laughs> uh, he does the kooky characters, and he does teams kind of well, so he can probably do a JSA one, and it's not... Mm. That it's a, it's a big enough title, but it's also small enough to sure. where he can possibly do something mm-hmm. else. And that that's a good way to give him a Justice League book too, right? Without having Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman in it, or JLA. Well, you, you one still, of the two. Mm-hmm. I, I was it was one of the two. I, I would whatever. say JSA because I've been teasing JSA since Rebirth started. 
Um, and, you know, with the button and the inclusion of the original Jay Garrick. And then, um, you know, actually, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they threw him on, like, Legion of Superheroes now, too. I think what we're not going to see is, I don't think we're going to see Bendis on a world-shaping book first. No, he's not going to be on Batman. He's right. not going to be on no. Superman. Because, he's not going to be on Wonder Woman. Well, because they already Bendis have wouldn't prominent do people. That. Right. Well, Bendis wouldn't want to do that anyway. Bendis wouldn't want to come in and just like, okay, this is what we're going to do now. He's not, For sure. you know, he's not the head of DC. Right, right, He's right. just coming not in yet. to write. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. Give it, give it three years. Um, but you know, I, it'll be it'll be interesting, and it's, it's definitely it's definitely interesting. It's it's crazy. I I, just, yeah. I still don't get it. I know, but it's, so that's that's just like hearing. I don't even. It's like if Babe Ruth left the Yankees and well, went to I don't know were, the, the Red Sox. They were also well, comparing that's it, started. but it's not really. You can't really compare it. But it was they were comparing it to uh, Jack Kirby leaving Marvel. You can't really compare that because it was different circumstances for him leaving. But like. People are talking about Bendis leaving as much as they did about Jack Kirby leaving, and it's it's crazy. Well, to yeah, like you said, he he is Mister Marvel. He has shaped pretty much what we know of this universe. I mean, you look at, I think probably the most seminal Avengers run is his new Avengers. Yeah, the stuff. new Avengers stuff. Yeah. Um, and and his Guardians and run is Guardi- very popular. Yeah, yeah, that one's always a good read. But there's so much stuff that he's done that is so important to Marvel in itself. For sure. But I think there is. There has to be some editor shakeup thing going on. I, I mean, I would. I don't, well, who knows? Outside, I mean, outside of extending his contract and maybe not giving him what he thinks he should get monetary sure. wise, I think DC might have offered him more money. Which you know, fine, because I, I, DC has snatched up a lot of, of creators, a yeah. lot of great talent yeah, over yeah. the last two years. Yeah, they have. And speaking of that's, um, the, there is a rumor. That uh, Jonathan Hickman is going to be signed Ooh. to uh, some guy that Ron really likes. Oh, uh, I'm so excited if that's true. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a huge blow to Marvel, but that's just a huge get for DC. That's right. yeah, no, it's no, because, that's not a blow because yeah. he was because, with Marvel because when he Hick, yeah, Hickman hasn't really done too much in Marvel. terms of Marvel stuff. No, uh, but he did he did a yeah. good four or five year run yeah. of. Events. Of running the the company, right? And then, and then he ended, and then that was it. He was like, "All right, bye." Yeah, yeah. I got east and west. Granted, right. I would have loved to seen him once they get the two and one started, and uh, Fantastic Four would have come back. Yeah, I would have been, that would be, I would have been be awesome. fantastic with him on Fantastic Four again. But right. I think it'll be interesting. So where this is coming from is after Bendis left, um, Hickman ended up tweeting out a picture of the Dead Poet Society. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was a little cryptic. Right. So, following O-Captain, my captain. <laughs> Clearly he, he's got something going he's on. He's got something going on. Uh, Jim Lee ended up going out and saying that Hickman has pitched uh, ideas to DC yeah. within the last well, three they months. Well, they had a lunch yeah. a little while ago. Um, like five to six months ago. But they are still working out, I think, details and deals sure. and stuff. Um, so it it'll be interesting because now at this point, you know, I think it's it's become a reversal of things now, mm-hmm. where you look at it, let's go eighties to nineties ish. DC was prominent in film, TV, right. movies, sure. Marvel was kind of on the flip side of they had better comics. So you were starting right. off the McFarlane Spider Man, the Jim Lee X Men, um, all those bigger titles. Now I think you're starting to see a flip in the industry again. I think Marvel has now become the dominance in obviously TV and film 
And DC now has really kind of focused heavily on their comic aspect, which I find an interesting kind of shift in towards of the way the culture is going. And it's kind of weird, too, because we in July we heard that they were talking about trying to make the next Watchmen, make the next Killing Joke. For sure. And I think they're getting a bullpen together that has the potential of doing that. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're building their roster. Yeah. So, I mean... This, this is this is going to be their World Series team here. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see everything play out in the yeah. next and it, and it sucks because we have so. to wait, you know? Yeah, for sure. Just to see yeah, what's going to happen. Because when does Ben this start over there? After January. Okay. Uh, he's finishing up all of his Marvel stuff, um, or at least the arcs. He's not just going to leave his arcs. Um, but... It's it's still blowing so, my mind. So the next the next question is is how many of those Bendis titles get canceled? I think none. Uh, may, um, I would say Defenders. I would maybe. say I would say Defenders and Jessica Jones are done. I no way. Doubt, they, I doubt no Jessica way. Jones is finished. They I need doubt those it. to if, help the Netflix. If if you cannot get a good enough writer to write Jessica Jones, but that's that's that what I'm curious done. to see. I'm curious to see who they replace these books with. I think the one that would actually get canceled is Miles. Which would be upsetting. I think, I think that would be I the mean, one book to stay. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Has I mean, anyone else ever written a Miles book? I mean, they've written books with Miles in it. No. Yeah. I mean, Miles Bendis, has been in other Bendis people's has books. has written all his, right, all all his, his solo, solo books. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So That would be the one to get. Well, that well, would, that would but been, that's also Jessica Jones' thing. That, 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 yeah. that would suck, though, like if... Miles gets relegated to being in a team book yeah. and, you know, doesn't have his own solo title yeah. anymore. I mean... It sucks too because I don't. It's been a while since I've read that book because it was towards Civil War two. It was just getting to nonsense. Weird. It was just stuff I didn't care about. But like, I don't think anything major was happening in that book for it to even continue. I think he was going to the point where he didn't know what he could, what he, what else he could, he could or, do with or the that, character, yeah, or, or that he was just constrained, he was by, constrained by, by the events. bigger Marvel events yeah, that so, he, he can't do too much with it. I don't know. I mean, I would like to see somebody else come over and. Um, Miles moves to DC. That's part of it. <laughs> Interesting enough, too, they were talking about the artist he always works with. He works with David Marquez, and he works with Sarah Pacelli. Right. He oh. more or less exclusively worked with them. Right. And they normally exclusively worked with him. Right. So they were like, what if we see them work at DC? That'd be cool. That I would, would be cool. That'd be great. Lose it. I mean, that would be super I awesome. would. Oh. I'll add some DC books to my, to my full list <laughs> at that point. Well, yeah. I mean, they've. I it's mean, it's so much stuff that could happen. You know, with you, this happening when it's, when you when you even look at like DC's comic lineup right now, you know, realistically, their best selling books aren't Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman. Well, right. it might be Superman. I I might I'm sure Batman might, is up there too. Yeah, but I mean, Mister Miracle. I mean, yeah. Though, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, the, look yeah, at, yeah. you look at these things that aren't really connected. They are connected. Yeah, into but the not DC, like. But they're not major players yet. Right. No, I got you. Um, Tom King did say that Mr. Miracle will kind of start blending into the DC universe and what's happening there um, pretty soon. Um, he didn't say which issue number, though. Um, you know, and it's kind of been a weird... It's been a weird week for, you know, corporation-wise, too. Right, because... Um, oh, well. Well, just just in a, in a brief span of time, um, I know you two don't pay too much attention to stock markets or anything no. like that. No. So Funko went public. Yes, okay, I well, do know that. Okay, you're Funko, telling me about that. Funko went public. Funko had the worst opening <laughs> in 17 years for the stock market. 
Womp, womp. Um, they opened up at $12 a share. Sorry, Pop Collector. Um, yeah, exactly. They opened up at $12 a share. And more by than the a Funko Pop. More than a Funko Pop. Okay. But by the time it closed at 3 p.m. that day, they were down to six seventy. <sighs> Sorry, Funko. Um, now, there's a lot of things going on that they have overly estimated their pro- uh, their product and market. Sure. Um, so there's... It sounds like there's going to be an investigation on Funko. Mm, interesting. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, we also have Hasbro's trying to buy out Mattel, which right. would be a major thing, too. Right. Um, you don't see a lot of Mattel toys nowadays well, so to then, begin with. So then with the Hasbroverse, would we get a Barbie movie? Aren't they already? They're working on a Barbie movie. Yeah, there's a Barbie movie. I know, movie. but, like, you, but, but now no, can Michael, Michael Bay Michael directed Bay Barbie movie. <laughs> Where I she meets the Transformers. I mean, it's just Toy Story at that point, right? Well, yes. At that point. Yes. I mean, obviously the movie was going to well, be like Toy you, Story. You know, you know what's going to happen. It's Toy Story for 20-year-olds. Is, is, when, is when Transformers, G.I. Joe, Barbie, Turtles, and <sighs> all, the movie's going to end with a kid closing his toy box. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, speaking of corporate shakeups, um, um, there's another. Uh, DC had to suspend... Um, Eric uh, Berganza yep. uh, for sexual harassment. He's been like long accused of stuff. Uh, um, There's too much of this going on. It's all in like the past it, couple of weeks. It's since since Harvey Weinstein, I would assume, was yeah. the first big... Har- Harvey Har- Weinstein, yeah, it was, it Kevin Spacey, with him. Louis C.K. Yeah. But it's, it's just like, boom, here you go. All of it. All of it's out. Well, I like, think, oh my. I th- Brett Ratner, Everybody's horrible. I think, I think what it is is that, you know, hopefully what it is is that seeing all these other predators or whatever right, yeah. um, get... Called to the carpet, it's empowering other people to, 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 to come, come up out and be and like, like, "Hey, hey th- that guy too." Sure. Yeah, you too. I got you. It's just so it, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that so many people are abusing like, their power like this. Horrible, yes. people. yeah, horrible people. Well, I mean that, and that is the yeah. So Eric Braganza is suspended. Uh, he's like a big time DC editor. Right. It's um, messing people's lives up. Like, I mean, it sucks. Right, it does. But yeah. like, Kevin Spacey's Kevin Spacey's a good actor. Right. Yeah. And he now is. he's just like, oh, now he's done. Well, yeah. His, his well, he, you're he, done. He, he should have thought of that before he. Uh, I mean, that's not, that's also idiot. true. But I mean, you know, I, worse than that though is the, the, um, the the weird the weird thing for the corporations who like, uh, you know, uh, the people the studio owners who've already filmed things with right, space in it. Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, because well, yeah, well, uh, Ridley Ridley Scott is completely removing him from what is it, money made or? money. I, it's I yeah, know what you're talking about. Yeah. The movie that's coming out in December. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. And the House of Cards is canceled. Yeah. Well, so they're well, gonna, they're, uh, they're yeah that. they're finishing season six, which I don't care already because it's gonna be Robin Wright's show. I her character is okay, but it's not enough to right. get me engaged in the show. Um, and he's pretty much dead at this point in the okay. show. So, um, but he is executive producer for that. So that is pretty much done with that. Yeah, I don't. It I don't know. It's weird. Well, you know, out of, out of the big thing with that too is, and someone that has a huge amount of weight with it now is a uh, Gal Gadot mm-hmm. is n- threatening to not sign her Wonder Woman two contract unless Warner Brothers breaks all ties with uh, Rat Pack Dune Entertainment Company, right. which is Brett, Brett Ratner's Ratner. producing studio. And Brett Ratner has long been known to be a piece of crap, but now it's a uh, yeah. I guess it's even more confirmed for sure. Like. Uh, Brett Ratner sucks. Um, he's like yeah, he's, Holly- he's Hollywood that. bro. Yeah, yeah I didn't know anything about that. Like he's he's like 
Michael Bay without the success in terms of like attitude. Yeah, I mean, if if you look at what Brett Ratner has done, he did the Superman film with Brendan Routh. Yep. And X Men Three. And, and he um, he consulted. I've told I told the story, but I, you probably don't know it's Brett Ratner. Um, Activision, the company who made Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. paid a Hollywood director, Brett Ratner, okay. to come in a lot of money. They paid him a lot of money to come in and name Guitar Hero Four. That was Brett Ratner, and he named it Guitar Hero World Tour, <laughs> which which is the same, which is the name of the game mode from Rock Band, which was already out. Huh. So that's Brett Ratner. He got a big check for naming Guitar Hero Four. All right. Yeah. I mean, well, just a weird little tidbit. Like, why is this? Okay. He's a consultant. Sure. So I, <laughs> that was kind of one of the big ones that kind of. And I think that I mean I think who wins in that Gal Gadot wins on that. Yeah, of course. They, they need Wonder Woman. They too. yeah. That's Rat Pack Coon isn't doing anything wrong. She has, but it's it's how much they have to pay out to buy out that contract. Well, I I, I think they might wait till after Justice League comes out to see. Uh, <laughs> they I so mean Justice League gonna make money, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. They uh. It's interesting because she has she, no pun intended. She has the weight to throw around on. Right, for sure. Um, obviously, one of the staples for the DC movies at this point. At, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. The, the sure. staple. Yeah, like, the sta- yeah. I mean, it's the, the good. It's the good one for. The, now. I mean, for for movie wise, yes. But I think in terms of actors, you also Ben Affleck and right. They they have actor power that can actually if they Influence walk it's, it's well Affleck had the had the uh, weirdness too with the, with the Weinstein thing so like yeah. Affleck is on thin ice as well well he's on thin ice but he took all of he took all of his money from Weinstein movies and donated it right he took everything and um, I think Variety actually had a report on how much he ended up donating out and it was I'm surprised he still has a house right <laughs> um, yeah I think yeah uh, Affleck sort of uh, Momoa got hit with it a little bit, but it, those were all just kind of like they said this one thing, and it wasn't things. actually like a, a a physical thing. I would never take anything Jason Momoa said to like to heart. You know what I mean? Like it's just Momoa. He's just like <laughs> he's just dooting around. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how some of this stuff plays out. Um, yeah, it will be. Like like we said, we knew. We've known probably for about a couple of years now about Berganza. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been it's been long accused. Um, but I think now it's just kind of more. Hey, it was weird that BuzzFeed broke that story. I know. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And there was a lot of other DC creators who worked with uh, Berganza, and they would change their Twitter name or display name to uh, Berganza is a sexual harasser or things like yeah, that. Yeah, like, you know, it was like a big thing yeah. to do. Uh, Raphael Albuquerque came out and yeah, did a did statement, a, yeah. um, kind of in. "Quote unquote," in fear of his job, right. um, is how he puts it. But I don't. I I think if you're in fear of your job for speaking out against it, that's another. Think, yeah. That's a whole another problem I mean, on itself. Yeah, we can go to NFL and talk about a lot of that. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> shout out Ezekiel Elliott. But it, yeah, it's just shout out um, uh, uh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah. Oh I mean, well. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things that it's. Why, why did they call Cap? Like all these people with court, with hurt quarterbacks, I don't think call Kaepernick. Come on, he 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 took he took the garbage Niners to a Super Bowl. He's hey, good. Look, I don't man. People need to, people we need can to talk about down. that all day. Yeah, I know it's nonsense. Um, but um, another the last little bit of news here is that uh, Disney officially announced. It's all a bit long rumored that they are going to launch two streaming services. Well, yeah, I didn't hear about that. Well, hold, let's be- two before we get into that too. There's another Disney part of news. That's still kind of in the works. Okay. Um, um, this the, is another corporate thing. The Fox thing. Yeah. The, yeah. With well, buying, they're buying some. Maybe. They might be buying Fox. Yeah. Well, they might be buying 21st Century Fox. Right. right. Um, yes. Which would essentially give them the rights back to Fantastic Four, X Men, 
Um, they would give them Avatar, um, the original theatrical releases for Star Wars. Okay. Um, and pretty much any other movie 21st Century Fox has yeah. down the pipeline. Um, which also includes Deadpool. I know. Who Rob Liefeld has been avidly trying to make sure Fox does not sell those rights back over to really? Disney. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's all. I think it's a good thing. I don't. I mean, other than corporate monopolies, but I, well, right. yeah, and and that's kind of the thing I don't see happening is because there's it's going to be like the AT and T Time Warner trade right now that's happening too. That whole thing is just going to kind of end up going to the courts. Yeah, system. I don't know. I was talking to Hyde and Dylan about this. I want Disney get back Fantastic Four. Yes, that's the one I want them to have but back. The a, other Fox is doing fine with the X Men movies. Other outside than the outside of the X Men movies, like the one, right. two, three, all those. Like the Deadpool's great. I think this uh, Logan. Well, Logan. I think New Mutants is going to be great. Um, yeah, I mean, Gifted I, is really so, and Gifted's great. I, I, I mean, I don't. I think. Whatever. I think um, it's it's uh, it. It's a little narrow-minded of us because since we're we're all focused on what it means for comic book movies, but right. there's way more about this. Disney's they, not doing this to get the Fantastic Four. No, 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 no. no He's they, doing this a nice yeah. benefit for us. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, once again, I know you guys don't pay too much attention to stocks, but if you look at it too, over the last, I'm at this point, it'd probably be about a week now. Um, by the time this episode airs, um, Disney shares have skyrocketed. Just based okay. on this news of picking up 21st Century Fox. Potentially picking up, yeah. Yeah, and 21st Century Fox... Went down. It took almost a 60% decrease over okay. the last few days here. Um, interesting. So it's it's been an interesting turnaround of events, at least in terms of the business side of things, too. Uh, how do you think uh, their new streaming services will affect that? Well, you think that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing? It'll be an interesting thing, because that also means that, you know... They've already come out and said that their pricing is going to be extremely lower than Netflix. Yeah, I know. They said significantly lower than Netflix. And so, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, how? I mean, I guess they how? can do it. How? Wrong? Well, but see, it, it makes sense because you know... Sure they can. Mo- I mean, sure they can. I mean, they do whatever you want. Netflix used to be $8. Yeah. That's true. That's also true. You know mom so. and dad are going to buy it for all their kids so they well, can watch so, when they're not so around. So there's going to be two services. There's going to be um, one which is live sports. So they're Disney owns ESPN. Yeah, I didn't know that. So they're going to ha- ESPN currently has a, a streaming service, yeah. but it's only if you already subscribe to ESPN. And right. Yeah. It's called ESPN Go. Right. They're going to get rid of that, and it's going to be just an ESPN branded streaming service where you can watch all the streaming sports, and I assume also backlog of and right. whatever ESPN can show you: Sports Center, S- Hard, Hardwood Classics, yeah. right. you know, all, all these, all, all, all the documentary things that they yes, put on there. Yeah. The Thirty for Thirty, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's really big. I mean, even if yeah, you're not a sports cr- person, that's right. really that, that's big. Which, I mean, you, you know, know what ESPN is, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Which, once again, that's fantastic for us. Well, for the most part, I mean, yeah. between soccer, football, yeah. baseball, all those sports that we all end up watching, I don't want to pay for cable to, no. to watch. Those. I, and I don't. And I don't. I have. And I have Sling. So I had. Well, I mean, see, so I, I get ESPN with Sling. I haven't done that yet. And I mean, for the World Series, I was doing most of those Reddit streams um, right. because I also don't have Rabbit Ears where I could pick it up on Fox. No, right. Rabbit Ears don't work anymore. Hyde. You need to have a digital digital tuner. Since <laughs> <laughs> it's like five years ago, Hyde. Uh, d- uh, th- it's like a little flat thing. You just put it on the shelf, and rab- <laughs> Rabbit Ears don't Rabbit Ears don't work. There's no there's no over the air channels anymore. It's all digital. Or maybe they are, and that's how the government's getting you. They just tell you. <laughs> They're telling you it's nothing it's on there. That's how the tech companies they don't you. know. Uh, so one of them is uh, the ESPN thing, which is a uh, really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's actually, actually yeah. Uh, that's great. 
Um, yeah, it's actually really good. And then I love that they're you know moving away from having to have a very expensive cable package, and you can just sort of pick and choose what you want. Um, well, but you know, you sit there and say that, but by the time you pick out all these streaming services, you're pretty much just paying for cable. At well, that I mean, uh, an average cable package you're looking but, at over a hundred dollars a month. Also, that's but you also gonna have stuff you want. That's also and not right. A bunch like, of other but, but when I buy the hundred and fifty dollar cable package that my parents used to have, you know, the, the most right. expensive one, yeah, I'm getting. Three home and garden channels. Right. You know, it's like I don't you know, want this. It's like, I, don't, I don't need any of this crap. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, you can get you get Amazon Prime, which everybody has anyway. Right. Uh, just, and well. just for the shipping, like we, my parents and I have had that since it came out, just for the shipping, and that's Amazon and Prime. it was worth it for the eighty dollars just for that. Right. Yeah. And then they added in the music, which I don't use, which I'm sure is great. And then they and added then in the the, TV the, stuff, the video. Yeah. It's great. And then you can add a la carte channels so like you can add ten dollars a month and you get showtime you can add three dollars a month and get shutter which is a horror movie thing and it's right. great yeah you know um so you can sort of a la carte like ron was saying pick what you want um and like my parents bill i did it i did it for them they were paying with inter- bundled with internet i think it was like 180 for like sounds about right you know massive package yeah right. internet, all the stuff yeah. so it was and the internet was basically free at that point right. um but so they cut their cable bill from 180 to forty for the internet, and another forty for TV. So they cut a hundred dollars out of the bill a month by just, and and they don't feel it at all. Like right, my, dad like, can, my dad's got all the History Channel stuff he wants. You know, it's all there. It's super easy. Uh, yeah, it and, makes sense. And I think the good thing. So Disney's other streaming service is obviously going to be live action and animated things that Disney and Pixar own. Right. And that includes Disney Channel originals. So you that, know, that, all the old Disney Channel movies, TV shows. Yes. Lizzie McGuire, so, and Stevens, all you that know, it, with and that too, what happens with the Marvel Netflix stuff? Well, I would assume that's going to go on there, the, uh, and whenever the Netflix, Netflix will, contract will expires, Netflix keep making those shows. Or Netflix will Dis- make. Well, it'll be. They'll probably still have those showrunners. Ne- Netflix doesn't make them. Yeah. Netflix well, buys no, the rights to play it, them. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I think, you know, it's it's weird because I don't. They have to have like a parental block on that Disney thing then. They will. If, if they're going to put that they, on They there. will. I mean, because um, not all Disney and Par- Pixar, well, not all Disney movies are rated G, you know. Well. I mean, I, so they're going to have some I think. I think in terms of when you think Disney, you're you think like. Kids. Yeah, your your kids are going to be able to watch it even if it is PG-13. Right. All your kids. But your this kid is, is going to be all Disney-owned properties. So, so, like, I mean, you're going to expand it to lots of things. Yeah. Well, outside of that, that came with that news was. We're getting a live-action Star Wars TV show mm-hmm. on this yes. as well. Right. Um. We don't know what it is. No. Um, I know it's not going to be my Star Wars 1313. That it's not going to happen. That's going to happen. But um, No, that's awesome. Live, star, live action Star Wars, I'm, I'm on board with it. Um, yeah, they say they plan on shooting uh, next year for that because um, right. Rebels does end next year as well. Um, um, so it'll take right after Rebels. The other thing with Disney, too, is that they also announced that they will be doing a new Star Wars trilogy. Trilogy. That's right. With Ryan Johnson. Right. Yep. So I guess that mean, that must mean that they really like The Last Jedi. Yeah, yes. For sure. Yeah, and yeah. on top of that, you just, you know, going into the realms of speculation, what, it's not a Skywalker trilogy. Apparently right. not. So. It's a Palpatine trilogy because Ray's a Palpatine. That's, that's my theory. Ray is a Palpatine. Ray Palpatine. That's what I'm going with. Sure. So, okay. <laughs> so here's my conspiracy theory on that is that in the trailer, Ray says, or. Luke says, you know, I haven't seen... I saw the power once before, right. and it didn't scare me as much as it should have. We're, I think we're supposed to think he's talking about Kylo. I think he's talking about Palpatine. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my go-to. But uh, anyway, that's sure. in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, let's let's uh oh yeah, Ron's got Marvel news. I got I got news. Guess who's coming back for Avengers Infinity War? Guess, 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 Doctor guess. Strange. Crossbones. Crossbones. Boom. They Crossbones? Are, is he a zombie? He's alive. So is he a I, he's alive. He's not alive. Is he a scroll? No, what what's he's happening alive. is and there were set photos of this shown. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Loki mm-hmm. is shown in his Avengers One gear and Everyone is kind of believing there's going to be a... F- Ron's dancing. Yeah, right Ron now. is dancing. Every, right. Everyone is believing that they're going to do something where, not necessarily a flashback, but a quote-unquote correction is ah. how people are putting it, and <laughs> bringing correction. back a lot of their villains that they've killed off. Okay. Um, because Jeff Bridges has been talking a lot about Obadiah Stane recently. Right. Okay. Um, Interesting. So... That's right. So... Crossbones lives? Right, but so he died. No. If, if that's he, what I'm going with. He did die. He no, did die. No, yeah, they're just bringing him back. Yeah, I don't back. hear that. I, look, I don't hear that. I mean, wasn't there a bet on whether or not Crossbones would come back? I think, that, I think there was a bet between, between you two. Now, you got to dig through the other 85 episodes to see if that happened. Yeah, at least we remember I mean, the, the one that smiles I'm, I'm not sure showing up. Talked about it. I'm, I'm sure we talked about it on the Civil War movie. Well, Civil War? No. Yes. Yeah, so 85 episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that was in the first... Couple of months, I think. He lives. I mean, we'll Solid. see. He lives. Oh, God. What if, what if they just brought him back to kill him? Oh. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. They brought so, him back. Why do you even like crossbones that much? I don't know. <laughs> I just, that was the one thing well, I asked on. Going, going into that, um, I don't remember the actor's name. Um, well, but crossbones, cr- I have no idea. From, no, Krennic from Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Is, has been talking about his audition to play Super Scroll. Uh-huh. In okay. Captain Marvel. Cool. How can you have Super Scroll when he's never met the Fantastic Four? You, you can do whatever you want, Hyde. I mean, it's... they. His origin of the Super Scroll is because he, he took the DNA of the Fantastic Four. He took the DNA of the Avengers at that point, you know? Or, what I mean, what yeah, Avengers stretches point. and turns into rocks? Uh, he took the... Okay, fine. He took the DNA of Korg. Yeah, Korg, <laughs> the stone man. Uh, and then Meek. And then Meek, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, at the Heroclix tournament yesterday, somebody pulled a Korg, and it was great. Oh, it was good. doing the Korg voice. They did the Korg voice. Everybody likes Korg. No. Who doesn't like Korg? Hide, because he's wrong. Dustin doesn't Yeah, like Dustin didn't like Korg either. I don't know. That's really? Weird. Yeah. Come on. Patrick didn't like Korg either. 328. Oh, I didn't I didn't get to talk. Just have a chance to talk to Patrick, so. Um, but, anyway, um, I think that's all the news we have, right? Yeah, that's I mean, about it. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Um, well, let's let's um, we got we got a long day today because we're gonna be uh, well. I was gonna say we could invite the the listeners, but we can't because uh, this comes out on Wednesday. Yes. yes so it this does. this will have already happened. So tonight, uh, hopefully, you heard our invite last week and the week before. Um, after uh, work today at seven o'clock, we're all going to the well. We're recording this on Sunday, <laughs> as you all know probably by now. Um, after work, uh, Sunday on the twelfth. Yes. So this just passed Sunday. Yes, so don't yes, come yes. next Sunday. Um, we're going to be going to, uh, Holler Brewing to, um, remember Eric, our, uh, celebrate our, uh, his life, celebrate his life because, uh, we couldn't go to the funeral because it was in Iowa. Yes, it was. Um, but we are all going there, uh, seven, seven to nine, seven to nine. nine. Yeah. Um, it really sucks, man. You know, yeah, it does, man. He was, he was such a good dude. He was. How, how did you, how did you meet Eric? 
Did you? Uh, I actually interviewed with Eric. Did you really? To work at Wash. Yeah, did you really? I did. I did. What, what happened? Uh, he passed. He passed. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because whenever uh, whenever I was over there, he we passed. talked. To, we talked about it. He was like, "Yeah, I should have. I should have chose you, but you know, you didn't have a car and all that nonsense." I was like, "Yeah, I understand, man. Like, it's cool. You know, whatever." I wouldn't have hired you if you didn't have a car. Although, but well, see, but, but I, I got there though. Like right. that. Like I was on time for the interview. I was all ready to go. No, no, no. Well, see, I mean, I get it. But, well, the thing, the thing with the car is like at GameStop, I'm so conditioned to not even thinking of that as a question because it can be a form of discrimination, and you can get sued for not for hiring sure. somebody for not having a car. No, I got you. Because I, what the like. I was coached on this. Is like in an interview, I cannot ask you, "Do you have a car?" I can I can ask you, "Do you have reliable transportation?" Obviously. So yeah. like it's a it's a whole thing, but right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you knew him as a customer. So you shop because yeah, you used to shop it. at Wash. Uh, a couple times, a couple okay. times, not not much. Uh, I when I was going to school out there, it was the closest comic book shop sure. uh, down there. So okay, yeah, I, I shopped over there a little bit, but I didn't really. Every time I shopped as a customer, I was just like, oh, I'm keeping it myself. I don't need right. help. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm all good. But No, yeah. I can find it. I'm fine. For sure. I mean, not even that. Just like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, right. I don't need anything. It's cool. Sure. And then, uh, you know. But yeah, I, I met him uh, <laughs> trying to trying to get interviewed. That's hilarious. And yeah, then you ended up good. just getting a job by pestering Mike over and over again. Basically. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, then, that uh, works. Well, because I interviewed with Dave, too. So he kind of already had put a feel in, for me. He put in a word for you that you're good, but you don't have right. a car. Right. Now you have a car. So. Well, yeah. Well, barely. Yeah. I mean, you, you have, Car's been freaking out, man. That's great. It's a whole thing. Because uh, I, I never met Eric until I worked here. Because okay. Washington was like really out of the way for me. For sure. Because it's on I-10. And right. it's just like, I'm, I-10 is not in my, my sphere of places I go. For sure. Because yeah. I go up, up, off of 59. That's, right. that's, that's, that's my existence. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Did you ever meet Eric before you worked here? Uh, no. It was actually when I... When actually... I first started working here is when I because because Eric started here in 2010. Yeah, right. Um, I looked it up because 2000 before that he worked at Movie Exchange. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. he ran Movie Exchanges. Um, but anyway, so um, yeah, I I started here. God, what what year did we start, Ron? <laughs> Which is tw- okay. We're in 2017, so I think it's, it's 2014. Yeah, 2014. We started in. You started in September 2014. Yes, I started right, in December. Yeah, I'm, yeah or November. I'm five remember. years, and you guys are three. Right. So. We're starting our fourth. You're starting your fifth. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Yeah. No, you're starting your sixth. I'm starting my sixth. Is that right? Yes. Okay, whatever. We started in 2014. <laughs> 2014. Um, and it's, Man, it's been that long. It's it's weird. So I'm sure everybody can relate to this. Like when you when you come into a new work environment and what, what you need to know about Bedrock as a non-Bedrock employee, <laughs> listeners, is it's a very long-term company. For sure. Like... Everyone's been here forever. They're family. This is a a family. At at a minimum, most of us probably are about five years. Yes. I mean, aside from, you know, people that, you know, are on their way. Part-timers. Right. I mean, most people in management have been here for five plus, maybe ten plus. I mean, some people 20 plus, you know, years. And so it's a a very different work environment. It is. Because, you know, you you did like Walmart's Targets. Right. Yeah, it's all, yeah. People come to all the time. Right. And I I was, same same at GameStop. It's, you know, you have managers that have been there forever. Right. But then you have. Yeah, the employees. Yeah, the regular employees. You've been there. You get six months and they're gone. Right. You know. Um, But that's that's GameStop's crappy business model. I mean, that's all. 
It's also the normal work environment for those type of right, exactly. retail companies. Because you'll, they hire more during the holiday season. Right, exactly. all, that no- exactly. yeah, all that nonsense. Um, but um, I'll tell you my first real memory of Eric, or you know, thing that I remember, is he was the first non-Westheimer employee to know my name. Yeah. Like, he would, on the phone... He would always make a point to say, all right, thanks, Michael, because, you know, we'll have to call each other all the time for, right, of course. hey, do you guys have, you know, Batman Whatever. number 20, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right. I don't know, man, I don't know. Okay, thanks, Michael. I'm like, oh, look, somebody knows who I am. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, it's cool, man. What, what about you, Hi, Do you have any sort of early or um, interactions with Eric? I remember it was probably about probably two and a half months of me working here, um, and he walked in with a Packers jersey on. As yeah, I'm wearing as, it. as he does, and I I felt a little disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm wearing one too. So. Yeah, and yeah. Since, I, since I, we're going to the thing, I, I'm, I'm, I'm you having to choke back. The, the only the only two people I know that are Packers fans, <clears throat> diehard fans. Well, you know, it, it was Eric fu- and my brother. It, yeah. it was funny because uh, I used to be a diehard Packers fan. I don't care about probably probably about yeah. two and a half years ago or something. Uh, him and his brother, Eric's brother, went to a Dallas game. Oh yeah, um, and lo and behold. Eric is wearing a Dallas jersey. Oh, is he? Oh, really? Um, so at, after that, uh, he is now a fake da- a Green Bay fan. He's a fake Green Bay fan. He's really a Dallas he's fan. A, he's a true Dallas Cowboys fan. It's just like my uh, my grandpa and my grandma. She's a she's a Cowboys fan. No, okay. no, no, no. My grandma's a Steelers fan. Sorry. Steelers. Oh. But, but, and it's, you go all through the house, there's Steelers sh- stuff everywhere. Is she, My grandpa is she secretly is just like the, in his corner. Her with the Cowboys. Like into a cowboy thing. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so good. Are they from Dallas or Pittsburgh? No. Okay. No, no, no. They just, no, she just, she just really likes the Steelers for whatever reason. Okay. Why and not? He's a, and he's a Cowboys fan. Okay. That's and he's just like in his little chair, just like. His one, his, his one little his, like his, his, his Elliot, just, yeah. just on the, just like on the <laughs> his, his TV Troy stand. Aikman, yeah, no, Rod Staubach. Oh yeah, <laughs> grandfather, big right. Staubach. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, no, I'm wearing my uh, Bubba Franks jersey today. Uh, Bubba Franks. Bubba Franks. He's a, he's a tight end, man. I love uh, tight end's my favorite position. It's uh, I'm gonna get you a Bo Jackson jersey. <laughs> Bo knows Bo knows every sport, but Bo never played for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> that is true. Um, but. So I'm trying to remember, like, um, and I used to go. I used to work at Washington pretty regularly, for sure, because you know schedules. People, and, yeah, what are people and, need days off. Yeah, whatever. exactly. So um, I'd work there once, once every three or four months, um, and there was one of these days when it was, you know, potentially going to be a huge flood. Okay. A huge flood. Huge yeah, flood. Yeah. And at the time, I was driving a Mini Cooper, and. Eric could relate because he had a Fiat 500, which is another very right, small, another car. small car. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't driving that day. He was driving a big car because uh, there was going to be a flood. Obviously. And I didn't know that. <laughs> and it starts to rain. He's like, and he and he volunteered to let me go home early to so I made sure I didn't you know drown yeah, or something. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, I oh. even paddle the mini down. <laughs> no, that's, paddle the it, mini. No, dude, it's it's not that's not happening. Uh, so I just I just remember him being very thoughtful. Yeah, man. And um, you know. Just goofy, yeah. Because oh, yeah, you worked with him a little bit. Yeah, like, I worked. I I started working at Wash super recently, uh, right. just because they needed people, obviously. Um, but whenever I was over there, hanging out with Taryn, hanging out with Taryn, uh, he'd be in the back, just you know, listening to sports stuff and right doing as and drops, and we talk about stuff. I I was trying to convince him to go see a twenty forty nine. He was so about against, it. Eric he and was, Jim. He was not about it. So dead set against it. Yeah. 
And I, no, I, I under, trying to figure out why. I understand them. I understand the mentality. The mentality yeah, is, too. you know, don't mess with a, a thing. It's, right. You know, it's your it's your Alan Moore thing, it, right? Except that Ridley Scott is involved with right. Twenty Forty Nine, so it's okay. Yeah, Alan Moore approved of, you know, the uh, all this rebirth or the uh, the Doomsday Clock. I'd be okay with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but and I understand his argument. Yeah. Um, you know, don't mess with the classic. Right. You know, whatever, whatever. I mean, even even another like thing he did uh, recently. We had a super horrible flood. Yes. Um, and Taryn had to leave her little area because right. it was potentially going to get flooded by the levees and all this nonsense. And he let them, uh, two other roommates, and two dogs into his house. Wow. And I thought that was super nice of him. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good guy, Eric, right yeah. there. So yeah, I, I kind of I predate Eric Washington. So I still know, I have a lot of memories of Eric being assistant manager at 1960. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, right. that's where he started, yeah. right? Um, and I remember, because my first two years, I was over there pretty much all the summer. Okay. Um, and Who we, was store manager? Jim, right? Yeah, it was Jim. Okay. It was Jim. Jim so, and Eric. Yeah, it was Jim and Eric, and then I was working with Lotto and... Um, not Kevin. Laura? No. Did Phil? No, Phil was gone. Because I, I thought Phil, Phil was Phil gone, was by, gone that by that point, and then he came back. Yeah. It's not... Unless Tony's been here a Tony long time. No, long. Tony hasn't been here that long. I don't think so. John hasn't been here. No, no John, John John's been, a lot. John and Tony. Tony are close maybe, to the maybe, same Maybe it was Lotto and Kevin then. Okay. Um, but uh, we would always do potluck lunches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Potluck lunches and um, Nerf Wars. <laughs> yeah. Well, every store gets to have a Nerf War but us. Right, just because it, it's not, it's just not happening. Well, yeah, but we get to throw a football, not all. Of well, that's true. I mean, that. I mean, yeah, but who else? Whatever. I mean, yeah. it's a. I, I want to have an war. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to have an Air Force too. That'd be great. Bring, well, bring but see, guns. like Eric, Eric would buy like the big heavy duty. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah I, I've seen. Yeah, they're over there. They're still there. Yeah, they're still in 1962. Those things hurt. Right. Yeah. I mean. The new one I bought is nonsense. It's oh, one the of those little, the round pellet it's the little pellet ones, but it it's uh it's like a mechanic. It's a whole thing. It's, it's like an airsoft gun. It's an airsoft Almost. gun. Yeah, it's basically an airsoft gun. Okay, yeah, it's nonsense. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one other thing that we all know about Eric. Well, also I also forgot to mention he has very poor taste in men as well. In men. Uh, in men. Um. We had a a huge discussion. Um, when the new Star Trek series was coming out, um, he is in love with Chris Pine. Oh, really? <laughs> he was in love with Chris Pine. Pine. What's wrong with Chris Pine? Chris Pine is not an attractive human being. Wow, I think he's a little attractive. I mean, Ron would. I I think he's attractive. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think. Did you I think, not see him in uh, Wonder Woman? I think Hyde's wrong on this one. He, yeah, I think he's wrong. He's he's just an average. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, Sometimes average is okay, Hyde. <laughs> so one thing that I wanted to do. Is in honor of Eric. One thing everybody knows about Eric is he loves Green Bay. Yep. Or apparently not. <laughs> uh, he loves Green Bay and he loves Superman. Yes, he does. Eric would buy the most garbage Superman junk, you know, yeah. just because I, of Superman. I, anything oh, they came by. Yeah. yeah I, anything with Superman you on. Know, yeah. And you, I understand that. If you look up on our register, we have all those like little Playmobil and like knickknacky yeah, kind yeah. of things mm-hmm. that we just kind of decorate. We have one, and I forgot what it was, but it was. This like super ugly Christopher Reeve Superman mini toy thing. Yeah, yeah. And Eric's like, "Hey, Hyde, is that for sale?" And I'm like, "No, it's for display, Eric." And he's like, 
can I have it? That's <laughs> <laughs> so. Course, that's course so and like, I, I remember I came across a collection of like really dirty Superman plushes, and I was like, "Dirty is in like you know, dirty." Like a Tom. No, 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 Eric. No, no, Eric, Eric hadn't touched them yet. Oh, um, <laughs> brutal. Uh, but they were they were grungy. They were dusty. They were they had stains on them. I took a picture. I was like, "Eric, do you want these?" <laughs> Like, no, but send them anyway. Yeah, no, that's exactly that was yeah. his exact. And that's, actually, one of them's still in the back room. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, but I figured since, as the world's largest Superman fan, we could all give Superman recommendations uh, in honor of Eric. Yeah. So I am gonna recommend to remember Eric. You go read Superman All All Star Superman. Okay. That's yeah. That's my favorite Superman story. It's it's I amazing. What you said the Alan Ward. Uh... Superman. Oh, uh, the, 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 the annual. Uh, yeah, what's it? Yeah. Uh, for the man, for the man who has everything. Yeah. That one's great too. Um, but uh, if I'm if I'm gonna pick one, it's gonna be All Star Superman. Because yeah, that's your jam, Because yeah. Grant Morrison is amazing. Is. Uh, read that book. Um, it'll make you like Superman if you don't. Because um, I don't really care for Superman. I think he's OP. I think he's he too is, much. He is OP. He's a Boy Scout. He's lawful. He's a he lawful good paladin. You know. I yeah, for I, sure. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. All for right. Sure, sure. And Doctor Manhattan's not overpowered. Yeah, well, he is. He is overpowered, but he's he's not boring. I think Superman's kind of boring. Um, he's you always know what he's gonna do. But uh, what about you, Ron? I got two. Uh, Superman: American Alien, uh, recent book uh, with Max Landis, uh, with a variety of artists. Uh, that one's really good. It's uh, seeing the evolution of Superman, him growing up and like dealing with all his colors, kind of. Um, and then Very my small. other one, uh, opposite <clears throat> end, is uh, Superman Rebirth. Oh, really? Uh, it's him being a father to uh, John. It's, uh, it's super good. I really? like that one a lot. What about yeah. you, Hyde? Uh, Superman for all seasons. What's that? Because um, I don't think we talked about that. No, on, we did on not. Because um, we talked about both of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, a, not Rebirth. It, it just kind of, it kind of popped into my head. I was like, oh, I haven't. For all seasons? For all seasons. Um, essentially, and I, I won't give too much away right. for it, but it's four issues. For the four seasons, and oh, it's Superman okay, dealing with things during those times. That's cool. I'm not going to spoil too much of it because it, it it is something I think everyone should read. It's it's kind of on the same level of Birthright and okay. All Star Superman. Kind of one of the more essential Superman miniseries. So it's not set in Texas because it would be summer, 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 fall, basically. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's the actual <laughs> four seasons. Um, well, awesome. That uh, do, is that in print? Yes, yes, okay. it is. Um, but the do we, art, the do we have it? Yes, the art's a little weird. I okay. will say that. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head who the artist is, but the uh, it's still a, a really, really well written Superman cool. story. Okay. Um, one other thing is, when, uh, I would always, whenever I'd work over there, I would talk about uh, Dark Tower with Chuck and Eric. I don't yeah. know which one read it first, or like if one got the other to read it. Yeah, I don't remember. But I, I would. Eric and Chuck uh, are both big Dark Tower fans, fans. Yeah, yeah. which is great because there's not enough of those in this company. <laughs> for, sure. Um, for sure, for sure. And I know Eric had strong opinions about well everything, but about the <laughs> yes. end about the end of the series, and we would always talk about. Oh, it. for sure, yeah, yeah. It's like I love the book, but the end was way too depressing and didn't need to be that way. Right, yeah. um, but he, he was another uh, follower of the beam, as it were. I want to thank everybody who came out uh, to. Holler Brewing Company, and for Holler Brewing Company themselves for hosting us um, and staying open late for us. We really appreciate that. Um, and we really appreciate everybody uh, that came out and uh, celebrated Eric with us. Uh, you know, it really sucks, and what it, the only way to get through it is to get through it together. Um, 
and all of us here at Uncanny Universe really, really miss Eric, and we're always down to talk about him. So if you want to come in and talk to us, we're always down for it. Yeah. Uh, if you if you want to come in and share a memory, we're we're here for that. Um, yeah, go Packers, right? Go Packers. Go Packers. Uh, but thank you all so much for downloading us. Um, we'll see you next week with a uh, happier end of the episode. Um, we'll see you next week. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for streaming. Thank you for everything. Thank you for uh, coming to holler and uh, remembering Eric with us. Love you, Eric. This is Ron. And the side. This is Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>